oh, go Tyler. visit my uh, my oxy popping, Xanax sniffing, making baby mamas, barber. <laughs> yeah, Boston's Boston's barbers are uh, something of their own. I would. Think. I went from blue where I was. He was an Ethiopian barber with an Ethiopian shop, and I was always the only white guy in there. To this other dude in like a nice barber shop who just talks about like all the drugs he used to do and his baby mama losing his their baby and all this crazy shit that's so uncomfortable oh my god yeah <laughs> that's, that's so uncomfortable dude yeah uh sean and i talk about much more low-key things yeah than uh than losing babies and the dude's from the town drugs. i try to say as little as humanly possible to my barber. so do i i hate talking when i'm getting I, I miss my filipino barbers because you can literally not say a word yeah, well, I mean, that's why my, my barber, like, she's a chick and she just seems miserable. So we don't say many words <laughs> to each other, which I'm fine with. It's an unspoken agreement that yeah. you're not going to say anything. Right. Which is fine. I mean, you, there's nothing worse than like forcing conversation with someone exactly. that doesn't want yeah. to talk to you. Um, like, I would talk to like, Zach because I knew Zach and you guys would talk to Sean because you've been oh, going yeah. with Sean forever. Sean but, and I like, talk like most of the time, like the entire, almost the entire time he's cutting my hair, we have something to talk about. So you're a talker it, anyway. That's not hard. I'm a talker too. So I, I can, I can talk to a wall, but it's, you know, it definitely makes it a little more enjoyable, you know, when you but can like actually you said, like, there's nothing worse than feeling like you have to say something because yeah, exactly. they keep asking you questions and it's just like, it's like, do you want uh, me to give you a, a yes or no? Or do you want me to actually give you an answer? You know, what's worse that when the dental hygienist does that, when she's Dude. in your mouth, and I have never oh, had that worst. experience until moving to Texas. And <laughs> really? And I both came home. We had back-to-back appointments, and we both were talking about how the woman who does the cleaning just wouldn't shut up. Dude, my, my dental hygienist uh, in West Greenwich, she was the same way. She would talk from the second she saw you till the second you left, like asking you questions that aren't yes or no questions as she's got two <laughs> hands a knife in, your, in mouth. your mouth. And I'm like, do you want me to reply? Like, do we need to take a break so I can answer you? Actually, yeah. speaking of de- I, I got to make a dentist appointment. Me too, you said that. I don't have a dentist or a doctor up here. When's the last time I went to the dentist? Yeah. I usually go like twice a year. I would say I'm like maybe like a month overdue, but. Oh, I uh, thought I was waiting for you to be like, oh, it's been a, it's been a few years. No, no, I, I go twice a year. I def- I've been doing my, that for my, a while. I've been a good year. What's that? I've been a good year. What's that? I, I didn't feel like driving down to what? <laughs> what? Adam. Huh? Uh, yeah. What? Huh? Yeah. But, uh, Adam, I think your mom was telling me at the at her dentist's office, like they can't even really clean your teeth or something, right? They can do like half of it. I think they can do, yeah, like, the they, picking. They, they can only yeah, they can only do certain things. Um, so you can't really get a full clean. I guess it depends. I don't know. I don't know if I don't know if things have changed since the last. Not time with we those talked. chompers, dude. Shit flies off six feet in the distance <laughs> with those chompers. <laughs> And that I, right there, it would be an argument enough for me to post video of this as well as audio. Is that the face Adam just made? <laughs> <laughs> you know, and I think another thing, just since maybe to end the dentist topic here, but yeah, please. I'm sick. <laughs> I'm always sick of getting ridiculed for not flossing. I feel like everybody gets the same. I mean, do you guys floss like regularly? God, no. No. So like every time, like they like dig into you with the knife and like the, the sharp objects and like, Oh, your gums are bleeding quite a bit. looks like you're not flossing enough. Even when I am flossing, it's like, how do I, how do you expect me to not bleed when you're just jabbing my mouth with pointy sharp objects? But I don't know. 
Hot that's take. another. That's a another conversation well, topic. Lawson's for squares. Find a way to segue from that to what you want to talk about next. Me? Yeah. Awesome. Well, so I was thinking about this, hoping that if, if I was the one asked, do you guys want to go heavy first and then end? Because I know Ty wanted to get into TV shows, which I thought was interesting, but and that movies. Sound, and movies. Yep. So they have both of those. So I. You guys want to start with the more detail? Actually, the first thing I'd like to start with: How did the first week go with no social media? Oh yeah, true. Yeah, let's start so we, with that. I would say that's a good starting point. Well, I want you to go first because me okay. and Ty talked a little bit about it in the text. All right, so I would say that it's kind of unfair right now because, unlike you guys, I'm not in, I'm not really in a position to be in my phone for the 10 hours I'm at Coventry Lumber. Yeah. So I feel mm -hmm. like if I was, if this was like September and school starts um, and we actually got our reopening schedule, that's, that's uh, waiting for approval from the Rhode Island department of ed. I can talk about that later, but pretty <laughs> much if I was, if I was sitting in front of the computer all day, I would, I would be missing it more. I'm not really missing it right now because I just don't have the time to look at it during the day until I get home. And even yeah. then, like, I've found other things to occupy my time. I'm definitely – I'm going on, like, Associated Press, like, APnews.com, and that's kind of where I'm going for, like, general current events. But I'm still looking for sports stuff. I have to go on the ESPN app, which I usually never do, but now I do just The ESPN so can... app is awful. It sucks, but <laughs> – It's so bad. And, and Bleacher Report's not I'm much better. No, Bleacher Report's app sucks, yeah. too. So – but at the same time, like, I would That's the only go... way to get sports news now. Well, like the majority of the reason I use Twitter and Instagram, honestly, was for sports and my breweries so I could yeah. get my beer updates. Like that was the majority. Obviously, I would look at the news and the, the current events nice. and all that stuff. And I would go down rabbit holes and all that shit. But, you know, usually I would focus mainly on sports, beer and other things like that. So it's honestly this it really wasn't that hard for me to not go on and i also deleted the apps just like you guys did so yeah. you know i would have to go back and upload them again and that Oof. would take time so heavy lifting that's another so that, that that's might another just wall. deter you from from doing it is that, that's another wall i have store. to yeah that, that's another barrier i have to climb in order so, if i even wanted to do it but honestly i would say it, it was a pretty solid week i didn't feel that much of a need to go back on so here, here's my question for you. How much quicker have your shits gotten? Well, I wouldn't say they've, they've gotten quicker. I'm still finding things to look up. That's like, I, I'm just, I'm replacing <laughs> so you just it. just social media with something else pretty well, much. Well, yeah, but it's not yeah. like the toxic shit that we all talk about every episode. Yeah. So like, it's different. I'm just reading more on the Panthers and the Gators and the Friars. I'm just reading <laughs> more just about the Celtics. Needs. When yeah, Adam so sees I, us, it's just going to be an outpouring of facts that you found on. Yeah, the, I, I know. I, I've been kind of lazy with my sports stuff since the since the job started, so I've been catching up with that. So I wouldn't say they've gotten shorter. I'm still taking my time, but um, I've just found other ways to occupy my time without going on the toxic um, social media forums. So the legs that we, are still uh, falling asleep. Despise. That's, that's the answer. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> I said the legs are still falling asleep. Oh, that's, that's I, I, I can't walk. I can't walk at all. <laughs> I have to like climb. I have to hold onto the walls for like a good two minutes for my legs to regain their feeling. And then I'm able to, 
you know, leave the bathroom. So yeah, is that a common thing that happened to me for the first time, maybe like a couple weeks ago and I almost fell over. (laughs) It's common for me because like, I'm just like, my elbows are on my legs. I'm just on my phone for like 25 minutes, especially in the morning. Cause I, I, no, I don't shit at work. No, I, uh, I wait till I get home. I don't really have time to just sit down and, 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 and go to the bathroom. I can just go all mine. They don't even give you time to shit. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> Dude, we have like a random porta potty out in the lumber yard, and that's like the closest bathroom I have. So there's no way I'm shitting in that. Yeah. But um, yeah, I mean, I would say the legs falling asleep is a pretty common occurrence in the <laughs> uh, in the Cloutier Pereira household. So yeah, it happens a lot. What? She also takes 30 minute shits. Is that what you're telling us? No, it's all me. Oh, okay. She's yeah. She she's in and out. I stay in there for a <laughs> long time, and I just hang out. It's like my alone. It's my alone time. Yeah, it's my little hut. I mean, we live in a loft. (laughs) Like we don't really have any. We don't have a lot of ways to like just separate every now and then. So like the bathroom's my alone time. Do you do you ever when you're done just like hang out on the floor or you just stay? Yeah, you know, I'll like I'll like I'll lay like this tub without any water. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just lay down and just chill out for a little bit. You know, no, I I I I do my thirty minutes and I get out. (laughs) That's that's enough time. Twenty five to thirty minutes is more than i need to spend in there but but long story short it was a good week i didn't i wasn't yeah really long story but um i wasn't that tempted to go on social media how about you guys you want to go ty uh yeah i mean we texted about it unfortunately you probably shouldn't have but um well i I didn't see any of it so this this will all be new to me yeah so i i overall uh i would say it was if it was fine you know, I had done something similar like a couple of weeks before. Um, I definitely did ha- like my brain is no question conditioned to pick up my phone every fucking yeah. five seconds. Yeah. Um, and I can't. I, I I bet you if you looked at my overall screen time, it's probably only down like an hour a day, maybe half yeah, hour. Yeah, mine wasn't down as much as I expected either. Because mine I, it was like two hours. But I'm okay with it because I'm like looking at. Uh, news articles yeah and that that was exactly my point like i found other things to occupy my time a lot of it's sports but i'm also going and looking on just going on the internet browser and finding articles and looking and reading stuff and the stuff that you guys send us so we're we're still using it the same amount or similar amounts but the the only thing i missed on twitter honestly was you know you mentioned sports stuff and beer stuff for me it was just like the kirk minahan world Oh yeah, like yeah it's all social Twitter. media. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like keeping up with that uh, Twitter. Um, so that was really the only thing that I was kind of bummed out that I didn't have the whole week. But um, I don't, I, at least for the foreseeable future, I'm not going to re-download those apps. It'd, nice. it'd be a hell of an invention if you could figure out a way to get specific like feeds onto your phone without the rest of social media. That'd be fantastic. What the hell do you mean? Like, if you wanted to just have, like, an app that you could open up and it was just, like, Kirk Minahan's... Um, yeah, dude, it's called Twitter. I was saying, you I could just, just make just an account. I follow Kirk and... That's what you would have yeah. to do. You'd have to unfollow everybody else, yeah. which would be tough. Like, I have a coworker who has boring. Instagram. I have a coworker with Instagram. He's, like, 50-something years old. He literally, and I he showed me, he literally follows his kids and breweries and that's it he doesn't follow anything else he probably has like he follows like 15 accounts total and like 13 of them are 
all beers or, or all brewery related posts. Oh, I mean, you, you could easily, timeline. I know it's just beer after beer after beer, but like, like Ty said, you could easily just make a new Twitter account and then just follow those things. You just have to be strict about who you follow. Yeah. And maybe yeah, I do something that. like that. You know what I mean? Cause yeah, I, I agree. I'm still going to leave my accounts active. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like I went on today, like I told you guys, you know, I, I do go on Twitter probably once, twice a week to, try to gather some news stories, you know what I mean? See what's trending. So right. I, I want to keep that account because I like the, you know, stuff I follow. I just, for me, it's not even as much as the content of the apps. It's just my habitual thing. It yeah. fucking drives me crazy that I look at my phone all the time. Yeah. And I like I that, like, you know, I, the, I do the, it. The damage less. is done. <laughs> yeah. I like that. I do it less with no social media. It's not a constant, like, Phone, 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 you know, screen to screen like we were talking about. Yep. All right, yep. Mo, you're up. I mean, there's not a whole lot I can add after both you guys went. <laughs> I think the only thing I would say is, and I mentioned this last week, it definitely makes you realize how much more time you have to fill without being on your phone. Like, how many I mean, pages you guys, are you into I was your book? Just going to add, you took the words right out I, of my I, mouth. I, I, wrote it, I wrote it down. I am. He had to write it down. He doesn't even remember. Could, could he doesn't, remember the number. He hasn't looked at it since fucking Tuesday last. One hundred and twenty. So that's I, solid I, for me. I hit that's the over little... hard on that. I'm glad we did. The yeah, over under it... was fifty. But um... <laughs> fifty pages in a week. What do you guys think? Over under. Dude, I hadn't read fifty pages in probably four or five years. So. I feel like if you get into a really good book, I mean, before you know it, you've read like 10 to 12 pages, yeah. <laughs> excuse me, pages, and you don't even realize it. So if you're really into it, 50 pages is nothing. Yeah. No. yeah. So, so the book's been no. good. Um, and the other thing I'd add, so like Ty, when you texted that Ayanna Presley thing today, like it made me realize that was the first time in a week that I've had, like I wouldn't even call it like outrage feeling, but like that agitation of like, yeah this social yeah, media bullshit that's the first time i had felt it it, it didn't even crossed my general. mind like, in a week yeah like it was it, it's not even like an emotion of like this upsets me it's more just like it's why just is annoying. this noise like, entering oh, my brain God. yeah, yeah. Okay. so um so so that was like really reassuring to be like oh you know what dude i didn't think about that for a week when previously i probably had that moment four to five times a day at least yeah. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've enjoyed that and definitely enjoyed like forcing myself to find time to do other things. Like the, week, the weekends were definitely tough. There was a couple times where I was like Friday night, like I'm, I live by myself. I was just hanging. So I was like, all right, I would love to just be fucking around on my phone right now. Like while I'm watching a movie or watching TV. Um, but I kind of pushed through, like I went for a long hike Saturday and did other shit to just keep myself away from my phone. Nice. There you go. So ladies and gentlemen, we have our first special guest of the program. Somebody's calling in. Somebody has just called in. Uh, it's pretty pretty close to the podcast, honestly. Our first executive producer, uh, well known in Rhode Island uh, talk radio uh, channels, uh, can be probably best known for his appearances on Channel Ten, talking about his uh, mom's Christmas cookies. Uh, <laughs> Let's welcome, let's welcome Dan. Dan, can you hear us? There he is. Hey, Hello. Okay, what's up? How, How are, are you? Up, I, I didn't think you were going to get the whole setup going here. Oh, of course. I mean, come on, if we're going to do this, let's do this right. Absolutely. All right. 
what, what time of, what time of the like your sleep cycle is this are this you nocturnal is, this is morning for me now with work and everything so this is you know your seven in the morning this is my uh this is my seven in the morning nice yeah well, congratulations, Dan. You're our first guest. How's that feel? Well, thank you. I feel really honored by this. <laughs> I, I, I introduced you quick before I brought you on. Um, you are technically our first, the first executive producer of this podcast. You realize? Yeah. That. I short-lived, uh, sure but yeah, I didn't realize I had that uh, distinct honor. <laughs> yep. So um, we were we were just discussing. So I'll get I'll get your thoughts on this quickly. Um, what what do you think about taking a hiatus from social media. Do you think you could do it? Oh, I definitely think I could do it. I mean, anytime I go out of the country, even if it's just for a week long vacation, I shut my phone off and off entirely for that whole week. Uh, even so no Wi Fi, like back at the hotel? Oh, I, phone locked in the safe, Jared. Nice. Uh, so I think I could do it. I'd like to do it for a month. I think a month long detox would be great. For me with work, it's harder because, you know, it's just a way to stay informed and stay up on stuff. But I think a month off of social media would probably be great. So we just did a week and we were all just commenting on our on our thoughts on it. In general, pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. And you feel good? Like, did yeah. it feel nice yeah. to have a break from it and to Definitely not have to check good. in? Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, like one of the things that you... For you but... Yeah. Like, <laughs> I was saying one of the things Jared mentioned, I thought like just kind of encapsulated the whole thing. You just... You don't, you don't realize how much extra time you have for lots of, I mean, it could be stuff. You could just go back on your phone and find other things to do, but going on walks, going on hikes, you know, just getting out there and not just being tied to your phone um, definitely was a good feeling. Yeah. I feel like for me, I'd probably be more apt to pick up a book uh, if yeah. I'm not picking up my phone to, you know, read any article on Twitter or Facebook and stuff like that. I, I feel like it'd free up more time for that. I, I, I said this to Jared, I, and I think the same for you. I think we'd see a lot of Pornhub traffic in that phone. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you have to do. Why is it only me and Dan involved in this situation? Because <laughs> I know you guys. You're all horn dogs. <laughs> um, so we're, we're going to drag you in here, Dan, for uh, some heavy shit before we let you go and get into some Ooh, I like stuff, that. So. I'm ready and to go. A, a, after that, I do want to hear how the – Christmas cookie story came to break the news. Oh yeah. I, uh, <laughs> well, yeah. So I'll do that. I introduced you, Dan, and said that you're well known in the, uh, you know, talk radio channels of Rhode Island and, and probably best known for your appearance on channel 10 discussing your, your mom's Christmas cookies. Sugar cookies. <laughs> <laughs> that is what I am probably most famous for. Yes. That and the chicken wings. That that is true. I Ooh, think the I didn't chicken see the wing, chicken wing yeah. segment. I, I saw the chicken wings and the Dan, chicken those, wings were more those pretty hit. damn good. Yeah, they you know they were well received by everyone in the building, <laughs> and I cooked them overnight. So as people were coming in, they got to uh, smell them, and then we finally got to have some after we uh, presented them on TV. Who was who the guy who used to do cooking with class? Is he still on NBC? Oh 10? yeah, Chef Terranova. He's still around. Yep. <laughs> He's, uh, you know, at home right now during all of this coronavirus pandemic stuff. But, yeah, he is, uh, he's still on Channel 10. So, he so still before, does uh, the recipes. His before we get still into alive. That, yeah. He is, before, yes. <laughs> before we get into the heavy stuff, Dan, have you ever looked at his Instagram page? I have not. No. no. So, so I, I don't know if he knows how Instagram works, but he always swears in his posts. Just well, like he uses the most ridiculous language. He's uh, pretty opinionated. It's uh, actually fun to talk to him and stuff. Well, and while we get started, I'll see it. if I can try and find a good post to share. 
Yeah. All right. Well, I want you, Jared, to set up the story. Which story? The um, Portland story. Um, the police or the like federal? No, the other Portland story. <laughs> Dude, there's a lot going on, and I don't know. Um, so, so the only thing I really know is that article that I sent you guys. So the first way I saw it was on Reddit, actually. And if you guys ever been on Reddit, it can be like very liberal and kind of like everything's the end of the world. But the story was um, unidentified um, people in full camo fatigues with guns and are abducting people and putting them in unmarked cars in downtown Portland. And my first impression was like, no fucking way. Like, this has got to be like some weird spoof or something like that. And then maybe a day later, it broke the news that these were the task force that President Trump put in place to protect the monuments. So the only part I really know is that these are federal, like a hot mod. What's the word? Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge. Hodgepodge of federal, um, like, authorities, like some from, like, TSA. Homeland Security. Some from Homeland Security. Yeah. Some from, like... DEA, some from immigration, just showing up in minivans at protests. And if people aren't leaving the protests, they're literally, I don't know if it's arresting them or what, but they're taking them and throwing them in an unmarked car and they're disappearing. And the most recent story, which broke 10 minutes before we started, was today Trump said, and I don't know if it was a press conference or what, that he's about to do the same thing in Chicago and New York and other liberal-run, Democrat-run cities if these protests continue. And your thoughts? I got to start. Um, He's tired. <laughs> that, that was a lot. He, he needs a breather here. So, I mean, my, my initial thoughts were, what's the other side of the story? Like, are these people really peaceful protesters that are just protesting and they're really just taking them from not doing anything wrong or like these people actually vandalizing shit and rioting and looting and all that. But the other thought I immediate thought I had is like, this isn't shit that happens in America, dude, unmarked cars of federal agents come and abduct you. Like that shit you hear about in Russia and third world countries and crazy shit like North that. Korea. And yeah. the fact that that hasn't been like big headline news is kind of crazy to me. Like, I, I don't know enough to know oh, if I it's legal it's or news. not legal, but like it ha I mean, I haven't seen it talked about a whole lot on the news. Have you guys? Well, now that I'm on the news app on my phone, yeah. There's like three or four articles on there. Maybe it. that's why we're not seeing it as much because we're not on Twitter. I'm sure Twitter has been talking a ton about it. Yeah. Damn. It is. It is yeah, it is starting to get picked up because uh, it has been reported in the New York Post and the New York Times. and, and just We have a, a media expert research. here. A giant <laughs> say, in the I'm industry. sure you guys have touched on this at some point, I would, I would have yeah. thought, right? Yeah. So in terms of breaking Wait, you it guys down, touched though, on it on your show, Dan? Yeah, we talk about what's going on nationally. Yeah. Not okay, in depth like something nightly news would do. But, yeah, I mean, you know, it's certainly it's been in the headlines, uh, this ongoing situation in Portland. Um, you know, in terms of breaking it down, though, I do have a few thoughts, and I guess I'd begin by asking okay. of the three of you, uh, who has seen Waco, the miniseries on Netflix? I think all of us, right? Yeah, I've seen yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so this is a great example of just how uh, the federal government can overstep. It can overstep what it should be doing. Now, granted, uh, the Waco miniseries was obviously somewhat fictionalized or dramatized for television, but we 
need to remember that there's two types of very distinct roles law enforcement plays. There's the military and there's police. And yeah. uh, a very prevalent quote in the Netflix miniseries was that <laughs> police should be de-escalating, whereas the military's job is to take this offensive, tactical approach. So the question with Portland is, why is the government doing this to such an extreme manner? When we know, in terms of historically speaking, policing works best when you have people on the ground, your local law enforcement, your cities, your towns, those that are actually there dealing with what we can largely assume is local protesters. Now, granted, you do have some disruptors that go city by city and cause trouble and join in on, on what is happening, the demonstrations that are taking place. But by and large, these are local people. And who is best to deal with them? The people that are also there on the ground that know the specific situations of that community and that geographic area. Whereas when the feds come in, they're not coming in with the full picture, I think, all the time. They see no way, what's going dude. on. Yeah. They yeah. see what's going on, but they're not the ones that are on the ground day in and day out that are best prepared to respond to that. So why aren't the cops taking care of it then? Or what is, is there to there take still, care of? What, why what is, is there still? They're still looting and rioting and burning things down, dude. In Portland, it's right? been going do we, on. Do we know for, that that's continuing yes. in Portland? Yeah. Yeah, it hasn't stopped. <laughs> so the question with why the cops are on the ground are not doing more is have they been given a directive to right, back that's off, my point. allow that's the, point the protesters to, to do their thing in Providence. What we saw here in Rhode Island was that they uh, demonstrators were basically allowed to burn a police cruiser. Um, they got access to it, and the police were not going to uh, go to such great lengths here to stop them from lighting that on fire and vandalizing that police cruiser. And that was a decision that was made by, you know, the people in charge, the leaders here in Rhode Island, when that demonstration took place. Whereas if the feds have been involved, they might have used so if the force leader, to if stop the, that. If the local leaders aren't going to take onus and make a change and react, what is the federal, the, the, the federal government should just sit there and, and watch it happen? Some people might say yes. I would say no. I don't think that you can have these small businesses vandalize this looting, this rioting, because I think that's absurd, and I think it's counterintuitive to whatever point these demonstrators are trying to make, whatever their message is. You you uh, you lessen your ability to communicate that message when you act in such but, but why, a manner why? that that does the uh, you know the vandalizing and the rioting and protesting and looting. Why go through this weird, sketchy way of doing it as opposed to just bring the National Guard in like you yeah, would in any other situation? I was going to say this. the same thing. I feel like there are other ways to go about it than doing the whole unmarked. And, and I think in the CNN Dude, article that I. How scary would that be? Well, it is. And I, I looked in that CNN article, the one I sent you guys uh, after, you know, before I sent it, I read through it. And they were asking, I think, the head of Homeland Security or the head of the DEA, whoever was whoever those particular federal agents, I guess we'll call them, or, you know, soldiers or whatever, you know, whatever term you want to use, they said they were not putting, you know, names on their, you know, uniforms for protection. Like I said, I guess that that was directed by their bosses was to not have any 
identification yeah. of any like kind. Like it doesn't say U.S. military, doesn't no. say National Guard, I, doesn't yeah. say police, nothing. Yeah. My and, understanding and I'm not, I'm not, of all I'm not of saying this. this is legitimate. I'm just saying that that's that's what he was quoted as saying in the article, just to go, just to kind of you know, kind of clear up what Jared was bringing up with them not having any markings or names or anything like that. Yeah, it's interesting. My understanding of all of this is that, you know, it sounds like it's coming from the Department of Homeland Security and they're renting these minivans and that that's how they're going about it. Uh, you know, you talk to law enforcement experts, they'll tell you there's reasons to do things in an unmarked manner, but I think we can all agree that uh, just renting minivans and rounding people up and then what, taking them who knows where out of yeah, Portland ex- somewhere. Extremely sketchy. And it seems like that's going it, way over the, like they don't need to do that is, yeah, it, is what I think. So I how mean, do we stop the, the it feels void damages of process. happening to those cities? Or those uh, are there still I, damages I, happening in other cities? Like is the reason they're talking about going to Chicago, New York? Like I haven't heard anything in the news the last few weeks about riots continuing. Yeah, but isn't this part of what we talked about, Jared? Like how certain things are getting a lot more light than others. It could like, be. That's, I think that's this, what I'm asking. I think, I think this stuff is still going on. Maybe, maybe not as rampantly as it was initially when everything went down. But I mean, I think so to, assume to, to it go is. off. Assume it okay, is. Assuming what, it is. What, what, what do you do? What, what the fuck? Well, I, I think the federal government has the authority. It, it doesn't. I don't think the federal government has the authority to step in if things aren't being addressed with appropriately as we talked about the governors of these states and the mayors of these cities are as, as dan said they're, they're giving their law enforcement specific orders like there's a reason why like we said like and ty you touched on this too like there's a reason why they're not doing as much as they have the power to do they're being told not to do this so yeah i think the federal government should have the power and should have the right to step in but as dan said going as far as getting these unmarked vans and just going about it in a very, I feel like there's other ways they can do it. And I'm not saying I have all the answers. I'm just saying, it seems like you're skipping a few steps and you're jumping all the way to like the nth degree of what they could be doing, like taking people in unmarked vans and not hearing from them for days. That's, that's North Korea stuff like that. You, you, yeah. if you, like, like Jared said, hearing that happening in the United States I would have never believed it unless yeah. I actually saw it for myself. And there was a video, I think, in the article that Jared sent or, or someone sent where I guess that particular person that was taken by those two soldiers or agents or whatever, you know, was apparently some, and according to the CNN article I sent, was apparently somebody they had had on their list who had damaged, you know, quote, federal property. So obviously the statues or monuments or whatever. You know, they weren't they weren't that specific about it, but they claimed that that person was like on their short list of people to track down. But like Dan said, without that police presence, it's, it's just it's a very uneasy feeling when you see that happen the way they're doing it. So I think the Fed should step in. I just feel like isn't it, there has to be another way they can do this that's not as undercover and sketchy you guys i don't know and, and and maybe you guys have thoughts on what could what else could be done but definitely they should be doing something but is is this what they should be doing i don't know well i think that the whole reason they don't want to go and i'm just speculating here the route where you bring in the military and you bring in the national guard and this big uniformed presence of law enforcement officers is because part of the uh campaign the message of these protesters is to defund the police, that they have concerns about the way law enforcement does their job. So I think 
in some states, there may be this fear that, oh, we need to get this under control, but should we be doing it by using law enforcement? Unfortunately, in this country, there's really no other mechanism other than to use law enforcement to control right. protesters, rioters, whatever you have going on. But you I can there should be some other form? No, uh, I, no, I don't think there is. I think, I think, yes, there are bad cops in this country. We've seen that. But the, by and large, the majority of them are good. It's a matter of you disavow racism. We just need you to say that you disavow racism. Of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't sure what you were going to say. I just needed to ask. Oh, of course, absolutely. But you know, the point is there was a but. <laughs> <laughs> However, at the end of the day, no, it goes that back to said. what we were saying about these buildings being, you know, these buildings and businesses. White people are better. Destroyed. Let's just be honest. <laughs> <laughs> How do we go and about, set up to me privately? <laughs> how do we go about stopping people from destroying other people's property? Everyone in this country has a right to protest and to demonstrate in a peaceful manner. But when you are destroying someone else's business or property, that's where the line becomes crossed. And that, you know, in this country, that's when we expect or most people would law enforcement to step in and do something to stop that. I get two thoughts. First, if these people really are still looting and burning shit down and destroying people's property, like shame on the police department for letting that happen. That should not be okay at all. Second thought, I honestly think this is like a Trump conspiracy theory to try and make it look like these cities are in complete anarchy. So like in his press conference today, he said a couple sentences where he specifically highlighted Democrat-run cities, and if Joe Biden was your president, every city in America would be burning to the ground. So I almost think him throwing gas on the fire by saying, all right, we're going to do this and literally make it look like these cities are in chaos or people are being abducted off the street, I think is part of his political theater to make himself a good cop. As uh, Lily already indicated, I'm Joe Biden's husband, Joe Biden. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and Jared, I, I think um, you know. I just lost my train of thought. Shit, never mind. Joe Biden he'll, he'll, he'll come back to right me. There. <laughs> oh no, no, no. Well, what I was did gonna he say, say I'm Joe Biden's no. husband. Yeah, Joe Biden. I, I, that 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 quote just I just couldn't concentrate. But Jared, I think <laughs> to what you're saying, Trump Trump's been very consistent with the whole. He's been singling out these Democratic cities and Democratic-run states since the beginning of all this too. So he's been consistently, like you said, putting you know, gas on the fire with, with, with these certain cities. So I think this is just adding on to what he's already been doing. I'll say this. Uh, never in our history has a wartime president ever been removed from office. And we've heard Trump talk about uh, coronavirus being the invisible enemy. Well, you could also say that there's, you know, it's not a war, but there's conflict going on here in yeah. this country. And there's, been historically speaking this resistance by voters to want to change out a president during the uh you know if he's eligible to be reelected for a second term and so trump very well could be trying to capitalize on the chaos and the conflict of uh of what's going on around the country there's no question all of this has been politicized by uh by both sides yeah let's you have your support in november it's going to be. I. I. I don't think we, we have a strong candidate yes no on either kind side. Of podcast. We're not, we're, <laughs> right now, no, he does not have my support in November. 
Rob is going, going to be right happy with for you. the. Are you say that again? Trump on the said first Rob episode. is not going to be happy with you. No, well, you can have him on to. Uh, <laughs> we will. He'll be the campaign for the point. president. He'll give. Uh, he'll give a rousing speech of support. I think he changed his middle name to uh, Tucker. <laughs> <laughs> Rob so Tucker Labelle. He very well might have. Ty, while we're still on this topic, I know you've been asking like the questions with like about the federal government and their response, but what's your, what's your take on it? So like, how do you feel about the way that they've gone about doing this? Do you think that, you know, the, the federal government, you know, that their hand has been forced because of, you know, as some might say, like the incompetence of governors or mayors or just their lack of urgency to have law enforcement do anything to help quell these, you know, ongoing protests or, supposed protest kind of like what jared was saying like you know is it as bad as we think it is well i asked a question <laughs> and then i added on to it <laughs> but you're asking all the questions so i figured i'd ask what's your take on the response from the feds this uh this may shock you guys but i agree with you of course <laughs> it's fucking ridiculous you can't be doing that in america well, I, I, you I just, just it, fucking picking I, people I, up on market if you're I gonna arrest assumed, someone you gotta tell them you're yeah. arrested like right? what happened to miranda rights? rights is that not a thing yeah. anymore yeah that's like apparently not apparently not and again like, if, if someone is like vandalizing and damaging property i i think that they, they, they should be held accountable for that yeah. however it has to go by all, you know, there, there, there are amendments that are just being completely skipped over yeah. with some of these, with some of these, I guess you can call it abductions in a way, I guess, because they're not actual arrests, or at least they don't appear to be. I mean, I guess eventually they become arrests, but it doesn't look like that when you watch these videos and see these people just taken away into these unmarked vans. So it's, um, yeah, it's, well, and I figured you'd have that response. I just, I just, you hadn't been asked it. So I wanted to get your opinion oh, I appreciate out there. That. What, yeah, what's your favorite saying, Adam, when we talk about encroachment of rights or changing history? It's a slippery slope. Is that what I've said? Yeah, I, I, I think yeah. It's a, I mean, a situation yeah. like this, I think, well, is an incredibly slippery scope. Yeah, that, that should have been the, the fucking title of the podcast. Slippery, slippery slope. Sli slippery yeah, that's slope. pretty good. You want to change and, it, Adam? Mm, nah, I mean, well, I mean, we're kind of on a roll. We've done like a new title every couple weeks, so we can kind of <laughs> just keep it going. <laughs> But Dan, I guess I, I guess since we're on this topic, I the, the reason they brought up slippery slope is that we initially started talking about the the questions about whether certain statues, monuments, memorials should be taken down. And the question was posed to me at one point. I said, Well, I think, you know, I think certain ones, I mean, yeah, go for it. If it's like a statue of Robert E. Lee, I'm not you're not really gonna get an argument for me about certain statues and memorials being taken down. But what I did say was that if you allow certain things to be stripped down, it becomes a very slippery slope. And where does that end? And I think we've seen as time has gone on, like, and obviously things have been like federally mandated to be taken down. But the fact that people are calling for like Mount Rushmore, like, you know, we should change Mount Rushmore. We should, we should take a second look at the memorials that are in the national mall in Washington, DC. Like, so I, I was, I'm curious cause as a, fellow history buff yourself i'm curious what how you feel about like historical monuments being in question about whether they should still be standing yeah i agree with you about you know robert e lee i mean that doesn't yeah. bother me that's what i mean like you certain know, you ones wanna take, you're not going to take that down fine yes. but when it comes to something like removing the portraits of past speakers of the house in washington from the capitol building uh, because they were on the Confederate side, I think there you start to take an eraser to history yeah. where 
they should be there to serve as a reminder that, hey, this person was in power at a specific time. Another issue I have is the debate over the uh, Lincoln Emancipation uh, Monuments, where you see uh, President Lincoln and then the depiction of a man he has freed, a once slave, kind of kneeling. And when you start to take that away, then you're questioning someone's artistic interpretation and depiction of what was happening and what was, by many accounts, supposed to be a, a, a good statute uh, highlighting what Lincoln did for these people at uh, that time has now people become a, a, a thorn in the side of, of their ancestors, their descendants, later on. And I just, you know, I think that that becomes problematic when you question, one, uh, what has happened historically and what an artist was trying to depict, uh, especially when something like the Lincoln Emancipation Statue had and has a good message, I think we can all agree. Did you take the Confederate flag down that was in your room? Yeah, I did. It is. It is not here anymore. It's gone. <laughs> I'm gonna say you're you're a, a, a public figure. You can, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, and and when you talk about like speaking of the flag, like with Mississippi, like we've all seen like the stories, like how they, you know, what everyone was saying, like you need, and and this has been an ongoing thing for years. People have been calling for the Mississippi state flag to be changed for a while, and obviously this. With everything going on, it seemed like an appropriate time to bring that up. Like, I, I, I wouldn't have a problem with that either. If you want to take down the Confederate flags around the country, I get that. But don't take out the Civil War and don't take out certain things about the Confederacy from history books. Because like Dan said, like now you're just taking an eraser and just you're, you're – it's like a cafeteria line. You're just picking and choosing what, yes, you, yes, yes. what you want to learn. <laughs> And I think, Adam, you and I can agree. History can be oh, very yeah, painful. Yeah, fucking podcast and monologue <laughs> to each other for an hour and a half. <laughs> hey, you, History you brought- can be painful, but it's necessary because what is always said, history, if we forget history, it will repeat itself. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's a slippery slope. It's a very well, slippery that is, slope. That is very true, yes. <laughs> did, uh, uh, well, Dan, did you, we, did you suggest you the Dan. mic to – oh, sorry. Ty, before we go. let you go, Dan, do you have any general – thoughts that you wanted to share with us Anything no but i i mean i on your way yeah i mean i agree i agree with the large conversation it's it's what do we do Just about general I don't, I don't need political oh stuff how are you i'm i'm doing well i'm what's glad trending, you guys what's trending in rhode island i i'm well, curious just to go back i mean i know you don't want to you said it doesn't have to be politics, but right now in Rhode Island, we're likely going to get to decide all the voters if Providence Plantation should be removed from the state name. Ooh, so that's they're, just, they're taking back their eraser? They, they already they, removed it, I thought, right? Well, it's been removed from state documents, documents websites. Yeah. Not officially. Okay. Yeah, but you can't actually change the, the official state name without. I mean, we all know it as Rhode Island, but on, uh, on paper, we're going to decide whether it should really just be Rhode Island from now. So, I mean, that's what's going on here at home. And your vote will be? My vote would be to probably keep the state name as the founders wanted it. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, that's that's the time we're living. Go around the room. Adam, your vote. I would, I would say I would like them to keep it the same. Yeah. Jared. Keep it. Take it, take it out. Oh, really? Man. Three to one, interesting. Different. 
Why the fuck not? Who the fuck cares? I mean, I guess in the grand scheme of things, Ty, I agree. Like, I don't really care. And obviously, most people don't even know that's our actual name. Like, they have no idea. I mean, like unless the you're Providence plantations, Island, were they not slave plantations? Oh. There's the argument that the... I'm they, sure they were. So, well, yeah, well, listen, we know about slavery in Rhode Island. But not every plantation, like, I think the, the, the term plantation, people just assume that it automatically has to do with slavery. And again, Ty, and I'm not telling you that I know exactly that the plantations that they were referring to, what, the way I found it was that they were... It was a combination, like you had a Quidnick Island, you had other parts of Rhode Island that were being combined, and that was like the combination, that was the combining of the different territories in what we now know as Rhode Island and Providence Plantations. I think, obviously, when you hear the word plantation, the immediate thought is slaves, and I, I get that. I, I totally get that. I would still vote to keep the name the way it is if it gets it, ends up getting changed, which I think it probably will. Uh, being as Rhode Island is is the type of state, a blue state that would probably, you know, overpower the other side when it comes to that. But it wouldn't affect my day to day. But again, it's just like, all right, well, what's next? Like, what else are we going to change in, in this state? You know, you know, after this name is possibly and probably changed. That's my point. It's just another. Say it. Say it, Mo. It's a what? No, that's not, not a oh, they're going that's there. Not what I was say. <laughs> Damn it's it. it's yeah. another irrelevant topical gesture that allows you to ignore deep rooted systemic issues. It's and another band aid. It's another band aid on buzzword, Mo. Good a wound. Yeah, that's all we've gotten since any of this stuff has happened is just irrelevant. The Redskins, the Indians, nobody's complaining about these things. Who really cares? There's real issues to address, and these are not them. It's your white privilege talking, my friend. <laughs> hey. All right, Dan. Oh, congratulations, man. First guest on Somewhere in the Middle. Name in the future may be different. So. Possibly <laughs> Slippery Slope. Yeah. I like Possibly that. Either way, I, I like all the names, and I'm happy to be your first guest. Thanks for having me, guys. It's and good and to you'll see be all recurring. Of you. Thanks right. for coming hey, on, Dan. Too, so keep your Always available. Hey, don't fall hey, asleep give us a shout-out on NBC10 tonight. Yeah, I'm yes. going to have to. <laughs> Talk about my uh, big podcast appearance. Podcast last, one last debut. Thing. <laughs> is, is, is your mic the same as Ty's? I'm trying to figure out if they're, if they're similar mics. Yes. Okay, I was just saying, it sounds like he got a recommendation from, from you. He is, did. Is that true? He, he, okay. was asking, he was asking, and I gave him some advice. <laughs> I tried to point him in the right direction. Yeah. Former executive producer of the Somewhere in the Middle podcast, Dan Paquette. Dan, have a good night. Thanks. Right. Take See care, guys. Bye. See you, man. All right. Nice, nice surprise. I thought that went really well. That was Jesus awesome. Christ, I was about to fucking fall asleep. Oh, get the fuck out of here. It's all um, good stuff. So, wait, you, uh, where do we want to go? You want to hop right into Rogan? I, think that's I would say, like, we're on heavy topic. Yeah, that, that, that's Let's a good go topic. with Rogan. Dude, that was what, a po- what an episode that was. Whoa. That was a, there was a lot of crazy shit in that. Uh, I, like, when I heard what the theme of the episode was, and just for the listeners um, who don't know what podcasts we're talking about, so Joe Rogan had an author on his podcast this past week, and the entire book was about um, a I don't know she called it a mental illness issue. A where contagion, you have these, right? Yeah, this massive, massive growth in trans transgendered teens, um, and she looked at it scientifically to see what's going on that's making suddenly this a thing to do as a teenager become a transgendered girl transitioning to a guy. Um, and when I heard he was 
going there, I was like, dude, you're asking for fucking cancel. I was saying, I remember you telling us that you like, well, I don't know if he's going to survive this. And yeah, yeah. I, I expected a huge backlash. We haven't been on our phones, so maybe there has been some backlash on Twitter. Um, but I expect sure it to be like pretty wild. What do you guys think of the episode? Ty, you want to go first? No, you can go. Okay. Um, so the first thing I thought of, honestly, after uh, listening to it, and I mean, super interesting. I, I, and as, as serious of a topic as it was, and as sad as it was, there were, there were a couple things that, that stood out to me right away. Like one, and again, it all tied in at some point to social media, something that we've been discussing for quite some time being like the root of a lot of these evils that have come about in the recent years. But it talked about how like a few years ago, the whole idea of gender dysphoria, like not, you know, not agreeing with what gender you've been, you know, given, I guess, or, you know, that you've grown up as biologically was not really anything common at all. And I'm focusing on the high school statistics that yeah. uh, is a Shreer. Is that her last name? She, I she, don't remember. Yes. Yeah, so whatever. But, I mean, and she was she was a great guest, by the way. I mean, I haven't listened to a lot of Rogan, but she was she was great. But they said like a few years before this contagion has been spreading, in her words, um, it was like a few, maybe like three to five out of ten thousand high school students in the country experienced this, or at least have been documented as yeah. experiencing gender dysphoria. And just a few, and, and, and over the past few years, it's now two out of every 100 that are experiencing this. And they said that equates to like over a million high school students are experiencing this. And a lot of them being young girls. And the first thing I thought of was like, wow, I've had several students that I've had meetings with my administrators, with their parents saying, so, you know, I'm just going to make up, you know, Beth is now going to be named Ben. Yeah. I remember you, know, you telling me about yeah, one of them. And that's happened several times. And, we have to go along with it. And one thing they brought up, which I thought was also big, is that, you know, in this society that we live in, it's very, it's very risky to go against anything in the realm of transgenders. It, like, to, to speak a out yeah, against anything it. Anything any against way. the realm of the oppressed, quote-unquote oppressed. Transgendered, right. woman, minorities, anything at this point. So over time this is encouraged to a point where no matter what it is, if it's any, any topic that starts and ends with, with changing your gender, feeling like you were placed in the wrong body at birth and you should be a girl or you should be a boy. It's extremely encouraged to a point where these, again, I'm just focusing on teenage girls because that was her focus. They're going as far as going the full, like not just changing their name, but they're going into Planned Parenthood, which that was another fucking crazy thing that Planned Parenthood is just giving people hormones I didn't I didn't know that was a thing either yeah I, I had no idea I thought I figured I figured that they had the ability to do that with a like doctor's note of some kind but they they require zero medical opinion whatsoever and they're literally just handing these 14 15 year old girls give on that what's that what medical opinion can you give on that condition well, not, I'm not talking about the condition. I'm talking about the risks of injecting hormones into your body. They can definitely right, give the, the risks let's pause are expressed. On that topic. Yeah. So, so let's pause on that topic. Do you guys think it's okay for somebody to self-diagnose and be able to get hormones under the age of 18 to treat themselves? No. How no, else I don't would think you that's diagnose okay it? 
I, I think you would diagnose it like any other mental illness. Mental illness it's is not what diag- you're calling it a mental illness, though. It's it's to them, it's not a mental illness. It's the way they are. That's where that's where it becomes it's a really tough like, situation. If, if you are a truly, uh, if you are a person that was born in the wrong body, and they heard you say it should be treated like any other mental illness, that's why they get so upset. Because they're like, dude, this isn't a fucking mental illness. This is my life. This, these are the things I need to do to try to feel happy. So, and it is their life. Illness is the wrong word, but like she touched on, like it's it's a thing in the DSM four, which is what classifies any medical situation or any med- medical condition is the term they use. So m- maybe the term is not mental illness because that has a negative stigma to it that there's something wrong with you, but you treat it like any other mental condition or like you, you couldn't have somebody who's gay go to a doctor's office and the doctor say, you sure you think you're gay? Like that wouldn't work. And what, I also think too difference? that there, there is no difference. I agree. Like it's a, it's a slippery slope. Yeah, and it, it, there it is. <laughs> Woo! And we're back. Yeah. And take it, and long, Ty, boys. I, I do agree, Ty. Like, I don't. I, I know it's labeled as like a mental illness. I guess when it, you just it's put into a category because they have to categorize it somehow. And I, again, I I'm not saying it definitely is, and I'm only basing it off of what I learned in the podcast and in that other article that I read with that other person that was giving her own opinion and take. But if you're above the age, of, if you're 18 or older, like and, and another thing, like the age of consent for something like this in like the state of Oregon, I think they said was 15 years old at 15 years old. You can't drive by yourself yet. You can't drink. You can't buy a gun. There's a lot of these things that you, that you, there are all these age limits that, you know, keep people from doing certain things, but you can inject hormones into your body at age 15 in in the state of Oregon. Like that, that seems crazy to me. Like we, 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 we take away things that I agree on with this woman is that why on earth would the age of consent be 15 in any state which is ridiculous and i think and oregon's not the only state that's like that i don't have a list in front of me but because the the age of consent is not put into place for transgender women specifically no i know and obviously abortions and other treatment all of that though the age of consent should be 18 agreed I, no, I think we can all, I, I think, I think, well, and Jared, you can go first. I'll, I'll challenge you there. So what happens if a 15 year old girl gets raped? She's in a religious family and she wants to abort the baby and her religious parents won't let them. She should be able to make that decision in my mind. Yeah. Then have like a separate thing for abortions that says and that's like, no thing. one can tell you that you can't get an abortion, even your parents. And the birth control, like another example, I think it's all oriented to me towards sexual gender sexual identity sexual activity etc like birth control i would assume if i was a girl in high school and my parents were religious and wouldn't let me go on birth control i would want the decision to be able to do it myself i i, yes, I think I that are i think the federal government and state governments have not yet caught up to this to this you know the ability for people to like walk into a planned parenthood and inject something into their body that could lead to infertility leads to things that are permanent I think she used to like, you know, like one thing is obviously when you inject hormones, you're going to grow more hair. But if you just decide like, I don't know, five years into the process, by the time you're like in your early twenties, let's say you start when you're like 17 or 18. And then by like 22, 23, you're like, oh, this isn't for me. A lot of that stuff you cannot reverse. Yeah. But if you, you, whose fault is that? Off. Whose fault is that? 
whose fault? I think it's the fault of, I mean, there's obviously zero blame on that person for choosing to do that themselves. I think there's some, I think there's some account there, there should be more accountability and it should not even be up to them for something like that. Now, birth control, abortions, I think those are separate things and they should be dealt with separately. I think would you tell your, and would you tell your daughter that if she's coming to you and saying, dad, I'm fucking miserable. I hate myself. I'm depressed. I know I'm a boy. I like hanging out with boys. I, I want to be a boy. I know it. And it's going to make me feel happier. And these are the things I need to do to make me feel happy. You'd say, well, sorry, you got to wait. Um, I think that's what I think, parents in such a tough spot. I think that's a tough question, but I, I think knowing what I, and again, I, like I said, I haven't like researched hormones for weeks now. I just was going based off of the information she was giving and yeah, I would say that there are other ways like to make the transition start without going immediately into, I'm going to change my biological framework. There, there, are, there are many ways, like part of it can stop before my, you know, my hypothetical daughter asked me these things, because I think part of, part of the cure i not wouldn't say cure but like part of avoiding something as dangerous as this for someone that young to do would be establishing a a a good home life and a good culture for my kids so they don't feel that way and they have way feel like an outcast feel they don't like like this is the home life though say again i didn't hear that sorry having a good home life is not going to change the way you feel about your body or feel that feel it, that you're in the I, wrong I body. I think that I think it's I think it's it, it helps. I think it helps. I think that, and, I, and I'm just speaking from experience from the kids that I've dealt with. The kids that I deal with that have changed their names, changed their clothes, cut their hair short. Like it's it's not hard to spot this stuff. And usually they're friends with some of the more you know the other outcasts, if you will, of of the school that, that decide it's, I wouldn't say it's a pact. Maybe it is. I don't know, but they all like one girl does it. And then another girl says, Oh, I'd like to do that. And th- I think that's fine. Like changing your appearance, changing or your, do name. you know that that happened in, in your school that these girls got together and one did it and the other said, I'd like to do that and also did it. Well, I said, I don't know that. Okay. All I said was that maybe that's it, but I've had several meetings with parents and administrators about girls who decide that I, I think I'm a boy, I want to change my name. And the, the whole climate in education, especially with the cancel culture we live in today and social media and the, and the fear of backlash and bad, bad press and all that, is that, I mean, and, I, and they're, they're not my kids. I mean, I, I call them my kids, but they're obviously not my kids. So I'm not going to sit there and say, hey, it's cool if you change your name, but make sure you stay away from like the medical stuff until you're 18. Like we have guidance counselors that can talk more about that stuff. We have a school psychologist that goes around to the district and talks about that stuff. So I wouldn't say I'm qualified to talk about that, but I am, I am strongly encouraged to support that stuff. And I've never been okay with that where I just have to be like, supporting it by doing what though? Like I, I think it's, it's like just giving this blind support for something without knowing everything going on. Like, well, why would you give, blind not support without having truly not like any idea what's going on i i don't have all the facts i i i approve the like if you want to change your name 
I don't care. I'm probably going to forget sometimes. And I have, I I've called a, a you know, like I said, a Ooh, you know what they call student. that? You dead named them. I dead named them. Exactly. So like, I'll be like, I'll be like Beth. Oh, sorry. I meant Ben. And it's like a quick change. And I have to say like the kids around, you know, the kids in the classes, they, they seem to pick up on that pretty quick. It doesn't really bother them, but I'm fine with the name stuff. If it's not my daughter, I obviously don't have a say with if what you do with your body at that age. But again, if, if it was up to me and it was my daughter, knowing what I know and what knowing, you know, the, these horrible side effects of something, if you decide when you're 18 years old and you want to do this, whatever the age of consent is, whatever the age that, you know, each state has, you know, where, where they deem you responsible enough to do this, obviously knock yourself out. There's nothing I can do. You're a legal adult. I can give my opinion. I can give facts. I can give, you know, support one way or the other, or, you know, not support something. But in the end, you're an adult. You want to do that. That's fine. But I think what was scary about it for me is how permanent some of these things are and how no matter what you do, once you decide to go that route, that's it. And some, some of them, I'm sure, like, like she mentioned, a lot of people, I mean, I don't know there's actually one person I remember at a young age who was a transgender. It was actually our lawn guy. I my dad, right? My dad actually knew this guy. He used to go to concerts with him and everything like that. They like the same music. And then one day he showed up and he was dressed like a woman. He had the hair. He had the, the implants. Obviously, over time, it wasn't like that quick of a change. But like over time, and the voice was different, but still like deep. But you know what? If they're happy, that's awesome. But those are adults. We're not, and, and one, one good point I thought she made was that we're not seeing this in like 30 year olds and 40 year olds and 50 year olds in the last few years. We're seeing this in, in very, in, in, in kids in age groups that are super impressionable that are looking for a quick fix and not realizing the long-term effects of what they're doing to their bodies. So I guess that is my biggest problem with it. I'm all for the idea of, I think I'm in the wrong body. I, I think I was meant to be a boy or a girl. But going the route of changing your biological mainframe is, is kind of scary. I mean, that, that, I mean th th those things that, that could happen to your body. So if the parents consent to it, then terrifying. do you, if the parents consent to it, do you think they, they should be able to, to get hormones? If, if parents the parents say, okay. If the parents say, okay, if it's your le if you're the legal guardian of a child and they say, go for it, then w w what am I going to say? I mean, w w well, what if I it say? were up to you, would Planned Parenthood be able to give them hormones if they go in there with a parent and say, this is what's happening. And I've talked to my daughter about this. And if there's more information on it and they read all the facts and they decide after all that, that that's something they want to do, then yeah, I, I guess they should be able to. I'm not saying they shouldn't have the right to do it, but I think at a certain age, it makes more sense to allow something after a certain age than to give like a 14 year old that much power. Cause we all know at, at middle school. Yeah. Th we, then we agree. We know, right. Because we know everything. She, and everything she's, like she made so many wishy washy arguments. And she's not a scientist. She, she, she's not, well, and she's a journalist. And that's why I'm saying so, I'm prefacing it. I, I only listen to what she said. Right. So she doesn't offer up a single fucking solution. She went through all this trouble to get all this shit. And then just for her to say like, yeah, I don't know. I don't, know I don't think do. it's, I don't think it's any of, it's not an easy situation. How, how do, how do you stop it? If the parents are, if you're, who knows the, the child better than the parent? 
Hopefully, I, I think it would have been very, very distasteful, and she would have gotten even attacked more than if she has gotten attacked if she tried to say, "This is how I would fix this issue as an uneducated journalist." You know, like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's her place to say, "Here's my suggestion on fixing this epidemic." Uh, okay, I mean, but. She, but Ty, she, to do, but you, you don't think that there's a benefit to bringing something like that to light? Because I mean, if she if she wasn't going to write the book, I'm sure somebody would have written the book at some point. Do you, no. do you think it's a positive that she at least like brought light to it? Because I, yeah, from what uh, they were, from what they were there talking needs to about, be dissenting opinions on everything, and you know, I, I don't think, but she was coming from a place of ignorance or bigoted, you know what I mean, uh, feelings or anything like that. Um, but she just doesn't have a lot of concrete evidence to back up what she's displaying. Like she just, do, if she's asked questions, real... what do I think it's a real, what do you think gender dysphoria is like a legit? No, not what I was no. going to say. Do you, do you agree that it's an issue what she outlined or do you think it's not? I don't an really issue know. Okay? I mean, like the... oh, Eric's trying to face on me. Um, I, 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 it's impossible to make a broad strokes argument on that. It's a different case every single person you talk to. She's dismissing the the fact that there could be a legit like a, a a you know a young girl who you know is on the verge of committing suicide because she knows that she's in the wrong body and just wants to be a boy and to look like the boy she knows you know what they look like etc. She's do you, dismissing do you that think as being a possibility. Do you think any kid that age? knows that for a fact or do you think it could be and this is where i was gonna do with my talking point a um convenient solution that will be praised to address issues like depression anxiety etc i'm not saying i know but do you think that that could be the situation of course and i'm sure it is in some cases yep but she doesn't know that i think the data says that she does know that why that the, the fact that you've had that level of increase and before that, like any transgender. You can easily to- attribute that to, especially even in the last five years, transgender, LGBTQ, awareness, education, acceptance has gone through the roof. You can okay. easily Agreed. attribute it to that. I, I, I was trying to put myself and I, I understand the point you're making. I think you're looking at it from a different angle, which is good. I was trying to put myself in these kids' shoes and thinking, okay, mental health is such a messy topic as it is. There, there's not an answer, right? There's no magic pill, no magic treatment or anything like that to mental health. So if, if I see myself as a kid and I see these social media influencers doing what social media influencers do, telling you how great their life is, I see people praising other people for making this change, I could totally connect the dots, especially if my friends had just done it, of, oh, that's something that I should try because it's going to make me feel better too. And I could totally see how people would make that mistake and end up regretting it later in life. Agree with you. There are sure a lot of cases where this really is the situation. Yeah. But I, I, from I the data presented, too. I think that it's more of society and ha- having to be a convenient, not even solution, a convenient, um, tr- I don't even know treatment. I don't even know the word I would use to dealing with You're serious mental health issues. Here, pal. I think that, and again, like to, to close, what I guess my point on it, I think at a certain age, it's up to you. And obviously, if you have the facts, that's fine. But 
And I, I, I think I, I think I agree with Jared saying, if I heard it correctly, like it seems like kids, I think in kids these days in general, I know I sound old when I say kids these days, but because of the society we live in, there's a lot of quick, there's like there's, there's a quick alternative to almost everything. Like instead of just dealing with certain problems, there, there, there's always a quick fix. There's always a quick, you know, like, like the dopamine hit, like you go on Instagram, you, right. you scroll around and you feel a lot better about yourself. Now it's instead of something that, and I'm not saying that when a girl feels like, oh, I, I, I feel weird, I feel depressed, that there's always going to be a quick fix for it, like in a like legitimate one. But what I do think is that this is not just, this is a massive decision for someone to make at that young of an age. If you're in your 20s and 30s, what, all right, you're, you're, you are far past the age of consent. You are obviously a legal adult, I'm not saying you're the smartest person in the world, but at least you have the autonomy, the self-autonomy to make a decision like that because you have the capability of getting all the facts. Whereas a kid that's a 14-year-old who most of them, they're great kids, they don't know shit. Most of them don't know much at all. And I have a hard time believing that they do enough of the research and do enough of you know talking to other people before they make a massive decision like it's that. It's not their responsibility to, to alter. make sure they do that. It's their parents. If they're not, I, I'm not. I'm not saying it's not. I'm not saying it's my responsibility. I'm just saying. No, no, no. It's, it's not it's the kids' not the, responsibility. The kids who's transitioning responsibility to do all the right things and speak to all the right people and get all the facts. But like but, you said, but there are some kids. of these. Yeah, their you're parents right. need to make sure that that stuff is being done before they make any sort of permanent decision. Do you, do you think a lot of parents support that? Like, support if they're what? For, like, you know, if, do you think a lot of parents, if, if their kid comes up to them, you say, Hey, like, I want to inject myself with hormones because I want to feel like a boy. <laughs> no, no, but but th that's what they're doing. So uh, well, they're not so going you, up to them and saying, think, Hey, I'd like to inject no, hormones. Obviously, into my body, mom. obviously like I want to become more like a boy. Here's, there are ways I can do this and it, it will happen. Yeah. To like answer that. your question. No, parents are fucking pussies nowadays and the, and they are think fucking terrified of not being is. their kid's best friend yeah and and I'd say I, I that, that, but why is that, that why a, is that anybody's problem but their own it, it's not but the other thing i would say is think of how many parents also aren't open-minded like if i was to go to fucking john morelli and say john i want to chop my dick off and turn it into a pussy as a teenager like could you imagine my dad wrapping his mind around that as a real thing he wouldn't say, let's go to a therapist and talk through the feelings you may be having and see, you know, if this is the right path for you. He would be like, you're out of your fucking mind. I'm sure there's so many parents who are like that too. Which yeah. there should be more parents that will be like open and honest. I mean, again, some, some might be out of their mind and just be like, that's an awesome idea. I fully support it. And that's great. But they also might go the other way and be like, are you fucking kidding me? There's no way you're doing that. But if the yeah, parents I think you have the full spectrum of parents. Yeah, somewhere in the middle. It's somewhere in the it middle. It sure is. It yeah, just, my, look, my, my, uh, again, we fucking agree on everything. But I think this, this woman did not do a good job of presenting herself. Um, I'm going to play you a, uh, a clip. And first, actually, because I, I had one point is, and, and uh, I'm only doing this for effect, but don't you think that if you were to go back to, I don't know, what, 30, 40 years ago, that people probably had similar conversations about being gay and lesbian. And they said to themselves... Well, obviously. Yeah, yeah. I, I well, think you're totally right. That's what I mean. I, I had the same thought, right? Like, then, 
being homosexual was treated as a mental illness almost, right? right? Exactly. There was conversion therapy and stuff. So I think even now having the conversation of I want you to go to a therapist to talk about this has to be handled so delicately. It's You can't say there's something wrong with you. Right. Yeah, and, uh, so I agree with that point. Yeah, so I, I'm just going to give you an example of what I'm talking about here. Um, and I, I think, uh, I mean, you know my feelings on Joe. I think he's boring as sin, but I think he's a fantastic <laughs> interviewer. Um, and I thought he did a, overall a good job of like, making sure he followed up and like asked questions. Um, you know, and this was a, a perfect example of that. But then if you're a parent, yeah. like, how do you know whether your kid is in this contagion, as you put it, or your kid is actually trans? Like, how do you know? And how would anyone know? Well, how, how would the person that's transitioning themselves, how would they know? Right. So there's symptoms in the DSM that have evolved persistent, consistent, insistent, severe discomfort. And a two-year-old and four-year-old doesn't keep his you know, feelings to himself. If he hates being a boy, insists that he's really a girl, is punching his you know, penis and whatever, it's not something parents aren't okay, going to know. Okay, but isn't that a generalization? Because people vary widely in the way they, they deal with things that bother them right so I think that the DSM is a list of generalizations about different mental health disorders and different afflictions right but afflictions. that when you're talking about a boy hating their penis and the way they react right. they'll let you know not everybody lets you know when they're in agony or in pain or, or kids preschool similar. age kids are pretty in a typical family where there's not you know been abused or mistrust or whatever you know Kids pretty much announce, in my experience, announce almost everything. I mean, they're really open. I hate this. I, the, whatever. They, you know, it's not the kind of thing a parent w won't know. Hmm. I mean, definitely generalization. It's a terrible answer. I know. It was a good answer. There were bad answers. And I think that's what you get when you have a journalist trying to be an expert. She knew enough to write a book. Somebody who should be answering those questions is somebody who has a medical background. I think she would have been fine if she just acknowledged that there's another side to this, and that yeah. it I mean, is obviously a case by she case was thing. giving. She, I mean, and, and like I said, the she doesn't. The article, she wouldn't I, acknowledge that if you said that to her. She'd say no. She's trying, I, this she's trying to sell a book. She's exactly. behind her. Yeah, yeah, I get that, it. That's all part of the game. Joe should but, have fucking ripped her apart, dude, because she wouldn't have any substance to back up anything. She would. I give, did a decent job. She of, gave of fucking giving five this. answers like that. Like, well, uh, you know what she said? She said, well. You know, uh, generally, in general, and this is my experience, she actually said that, you know, um, transgender adults generally uh, are leading happy lives and have great mental health. How the fuck would you know that, Abigail? Yeah. Well, and and you can't is. generalize any type of person to no. say that. And she wanted to, to broad stroke you. everything that supported her notion, but get in, you know, That's get into the, the, thing. the finer right. things about, you know, what she was critical of. But that's also no, to what me it was every, every author on the face of the planet, when they write things, for the most part, they're all, do, they're all doing this. So obviously, yeah, and, right. I, and so I, that's know, why I know she gave, I know she gave one out. side. Yeah, that, and that's fine. And I know there's two sides to it. But I guess my thing is more of like the, the, the physical, the permanent physical stuff. I'm all for, and I think we can all agree, like, you know, if you, if you feel like you're someone different, then that's your call. I get that. I just think there's there's safer ways to at least start off going about it. And I think, again, as we if talked you're about, not 18. 
yes, if you're 18, then it, 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 be, it becomes your legal right to make those decisions for yourself. I just don't think at 14, you should be able to do that. If the parents consent to it, obviously there's a lot of dumb parents, but again, it's your parents. So I just, I, again, like I, was, I thought it was wild that someone could just walk into a, a place like that and just grab something that's a pretty powerful thing i mean hormones are extremely powerful like we, we've all Can dealt i get with some it. extra testosterone for free at planned parenthood yeah fucking you're jazz. definitely low t dude low t I'll, I'll get a little t boost <laughs> <laughs> i think the first thing we'd notice is a is a voice change in all of us that'd be like might be one of the first things and we get a lot hairier yeah you I'm, I'm just not i'm just not for government oversight of the that shit i, I'm I just not for government oversight of my own fucking business <laughs> <laughs> exactly exactly um all right so hopefully we made it through that without getting canceled Um, i thought we we i mean i'm glad she brought light to the issue could it have been could she have done a better job absolutely but i'm glad she brought light to the situation i'm I'm glad rogan brought light to the issue because rogan was the guy that put his neck out there and agreed yeah well nobody would know who this fucking chick is if he didn't have her on yeah, that took balls Agreed. for sure. Yeah, and you know he his asshole was definitely puckered during that whole. Oh, interview. you could you could tell there was times he was like stopping himself. He was like walking sentence. on glass. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I mean, he, he had as good of a back and forth, you know, just ra- trying to be rational discussion as they possibly could. So, yeah, yep. I enjoyed it. Um. All right. What's on? What else is on the list? Well, do you guys uh, want to go into like a lighter topic? Because like we're already like, I don't know how much longer you guys want to go. Yeah, no. Um, I, this will be quick. So, I uh, I did just start Arrested Development. I just started. I say I just Dude, started. I, I'm like into season three. One um, of my favorite shows of all time. Yeah, Love like it. I and I tried to watch it like two separate times. I tried to get into it and just never did. It just never hit for me. And I watched it again, and it, it's uh, fucking hilarious. That's the Jason oh, Bateman show, right? Yeah, yeah. That's like hilarious. Jason Bateman's like first big thing. Was was yeah, that? Yeah, it show. is funny. I haven't seen it in years, but it's funny. And you know the mom they, reminds me of Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I could see that. Yeah. So, have you, have you seen it, Jared? Have you watched the show? Like, I didn't. I watched or? the old seasons. I didn't watch when they recame out with it. Which are way yeah the 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 first three seasons, and, and you'll probably figure it out for yourself, Ty. But like, they they made like two or three other seasons after the first like three. Ten it was, years later, it was an extremely short show. Like when you think about it, it was only three seasons, and. It was done by like the like mid to I would say like 2006 2007. It was very quick, um, and for years people were like, "Why in the world did Arrested Development get canceled?" And I honestly didn't watch it until Netflix was around because I just I, I've always known about the show. But you know, I got back into it. I watched it again, and then I watched the newer stuff. It's okay. I mean, it's kind of weird because it's supposed to. It's not supposed to be like ten years in the future. It's supposed to be like a couple years in the future. So things kind of changed a little bit. Is Michael Sarah on there? Yeah. And he, I, I hope I, I hope I age well because he did not at all. Michael Sarah. And I, I love it. I think he's, I think he's funny. I love the dry humor. He's always been that way. Like super bad. Like we all love that movie growing up, but he looks like he's 45 and he's probably no older than, I don't know. He, he can't be much older than us. I, would I mean, to me, the the like it, it got worse after season one. Like season one was yeah. well, absolutely season one, hilarious, season one, and it just got I, worse I and worse. Yeah, still season good. one. Yeah, 
it's definitely a show where there's like a, there is a plot. You don't really need to know that much and you can just enjoy it and not pay attention too much. It's definitely background noise, but like the first season won an Oscar or an Emmy, whatever the ones that the TV shows and movies get, it won an Emmy or whatever it was. The second and third season, obviously it kind of got a little worse and I'll agree to that, but I, I think it's a, I think it's a R- rank them, Adam, the office parks and rec arrested development. How do you rank them? So starting from the last ranked show would be parks and rec, then arrested development, then by a long shot, the office. Yeah, I would say by a long shot, The Office, but I do yeah. have Parks and Rec over. I like Parks and Rec a lot, too. And I, yeah, I, I love never, Parks like, and Rec. really fell off for me until maybe, like, the last season or whatever, like, maybe the last two seasons, but there was, like, fucking nine seasons. Yeah. I think I think the part of that, you know, and I do like it. I, you know, Leslie Nope and, you know, Chris Traeger and, and all them. I mean, like, they're great. Yeah, it, we know the characters. A, it's a great show overall. But I would say that because of how similar it was to The Office, like, when, when The Office was – wrapping itself up or starting to get in the later seasons that's when parks and recs came out or parks and rec and there were just too many similarities for me maybe just because i watched the office way too much and i picked up on it but like no, certain things are pretty obvious you know like yeah how closely tied some of the characters are to like the office and that that was just like okay like I know what they're doing and it's a good show. And I, it's definitely a show that's in my repertoire of like rewatching the same shit over and over again, but <laughs> it's definitely, I, I, I would say I, I rolled my eyes more with parks and rec. Cause I just, I wasn't as into the humor as much as like arrested development and the office and stuff. Still a great okay. show, but you know. still decided to watch it through how many times three giving information parks and rec. Yeah. <laughs> I don't so know how many times I've watched Parks and Rec. Not, not, that, not as many as you might think. I've probably seen it like through, like start to finish, probably like two full times, maybe three. And like the third time was probably I was like picking and choosing which ones I wanted to watch. But Not bad. Yeah. Give but Arrested <laughs> Development in the office, way more. Adam, you're just talking over yourself. Right, play it. Information was brain for your food. Social media is McDonald's. <laughs> Brain you, for your food. <laughs> Do you notice that, Jared? No, That's not until one. I just heard it. Did you guys notice it when I said it last time? Yeah. I, just I mean, I remember anything. you saying that. Yeah. I thought I said food and for your brain. Information was brain for your food. <laughs> Social media is McDonald's. Uh, this is my favorite, though. You know, the other players, they would run out of white tees. Holla at me, boy. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Pat Beverly? Yeah. Um, all right. So you want to finish with the Chris Nolan movies? I thought that was interesting because it was actually Let's do that. And then I got Mo's thoughts. Oh, yeah. Oh, God. All right. So do you guys have it up? Do you guys have the picture up in front of you? Yeah. Let me fill it up. So those was tough. So delete one Nolan movie from each. One of the rows was easy. Forever. Yeah. I mean, tee it up for the listeners here so they know what we're looking at. Should we go? All right. So we, um, there it is. (laughs) No, the listeners, dude. We, the listeners can't oh, see. Oh, the, the listeners can't see. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All right. So there was a uh, screenshot that Ty shared with us. It's, I think it's from, is that from Barstool? Is that a Barstool thing? Yeah. Okay. I wouldn't know that. I've been on social media, it seems like, in decades, but kind cool of forgot. Flex. But um, <laughs> there are three columns of Chris Nolan movies. And you know, anyone who knows Chris Nolan movies, he's made a lot of great movies. So it was definitely tough at, at times, but 
in column A, there are two options. Column B, there are three. And column C, there are two. And you got to take one out forever. So, like, you have to pick column one C, that you there would just three. delete forever. What's that? Oh, you're column right. In the left. Column C, there's three. I apologize. Yes, column C, there's also three. So, you run, have to run through pick them. one. So, column A is the Dark Knight and Inception. Column B is Interstellar, Dunkirk, and Memento. Or, or Sorry, did I say that right? Yeah, yeah, Memento. Yeah. And then column C was The Prestige, The Dark Knight Rises, and Insomnia. Have you now, seen all of them? I have not I seen, seen all Insomnia. I have not seen oh. all these movies. Is Insomnia think, good? Yes. I never even heard of it. Oh, it's phenomenal. Is it's that just Al dark Pacino? And creepy. Yeah, is that Al Pacino? Yeah. And Robin Williams, actually. Who's wow. fantastic in it. Fantastic. 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 So, do you guys want to go column by column and just talk which about movies which movies have you not seen? The only one I haven't seen is Memento. Memento. Yeah, I figured. Yeah. Memento is fucking Memento. wild. Memento. <laughs> um, so that one's like, it's pretty much just two movies. You guys need you to know, both watch. So you've seen Insomnia, Adam? I have. I okay. mean, I don't remember much of it, but I've definitely seen it. And yeah, well, I guess we know Adam's. Uh, column b and c well let, let, let's go with can we start with column, <laughs> you guys go first so ty why don't you start with column a so between the dark knight and inception yeah. which one are you taking out yeah um very very difficult yeah it's a very choice. difficult i haven't seen inception in a, in a little bit um but ultimately i i have to keep the dark knight just because of of ledger's performance uh, that's an all all fucking time performance. Absolutely. And every time I watch it, I I'm just fucking baffled at how how great yeah. that was. So I would have been upset if you picked. Uh, Despite I, I, I loved it was Inception. close. I loved Inception. I thought, yeah, but Dark Knight's got a great. You didn't like value. Inception. No, I I thought it was great, but compared to the it's, Dark it's Knight, too deep for him. No, it's not that. <laughs> I just enjoy the my rewatchability. Just isn't there. I've I've seen Inception a couple times. I like it. I do like it. But I, I'm always gonna pick the dark. Like Knight if I give the Dark Knight a ten, I give Inception like uh, an eight and a half, nine. nine. Yeah, I think right, Inception's so, but easy nine. And even if I gave it those rankings, I'd still or that rating, I'd still get rid of Inception. So I'm not. It, it's not as much. That's true. That Inception's a bad. Well, I'm just saying, like it's not a. <laughs> it's not about. It's not as much about Inception as it is about just how good. All right, the dark we know. Was. Column B. <laughs> Column B. So no, Interstellar. No, Oh, did Jared agree? You said the Dark Knight, Jared? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think okay. you said Dark Knight. Dark Knight. All right, column B was Interstellar, Dunkirk, or Memento. So Wait, you had to delete one of them, right? Delete yep. one Nolan movie from each column. This, this was the easiest one for me. Oh, this was so fucking easy. Yeah, Interstellar. Really? No, 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 no. Sorry, 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 sorry. Interstellar was my favorite of the three. Is what I, I meant do, to say. Yeah, I was about to. Fuck yeah, him. I would get rid of just because I haven't seen it, so it's kind of unfair. Just Memento, or Memento. Memento. I want to say Memento. Ten times the movie Dunkirk is. Yeah, Dunkirk. Dunkirk is three hours of. That's what I put on to go to bed. I've I've watched it every night for the last year and a half because it's It's so fucking boring. But I haven't missed a thing. I haven't seen (laughs) Memento, so I don't know. You're right. Dunkirk was not a good movie. It was such a. It was such a just. It just did not live up to the hype that the everyone trailer was, was all three minutes of action scenes. It was like that yeah, was the, the biggest best trailer I've ever false seen. False lead <laughs> ever for a movie them just laying on a beach. Which like the Battle of Dunkirk was such a pivotal battle, and you barely see any action at all, which sucks because yeah. like so much actually happened. So yeah, I mean, 
I'm sure if I saw all three, I'm sure I would agree with you guys, but I haven't seen the other one. So I, I, I have to be fair and I have to get rid of that. Add it to the list. Mento is very good. Good okay. in my house. I'll check it out yeah. and then we'll co- I'll come back to it and maybe I'll change yeah. my mind. Yeah. But probably will, I guess, based on what you guys are saying. Column C. All right. So the prestige, the dark Knight rises and insomnia, which one are you guys getting rid of? I'll go first on this one. Oh, getting rid of. I get never seen. <laughs> See, I I made the same mistake. Yeah, I, I've never seen Insomnia, so I guess I'd have to get rid of it. Um, favorite Prestige. Shit was wild. I, I watched one of the most underrated movies. I think there is. Yeah, it, it and, and, and it'll blow older. your mind. The first maybe two times I watched it on TV, I didn't watch the whole thing, so I didn't think it was that good of a movie. You're so and then dumb. when you watch the whole thing, you're just, this is incredible. <laughs> and, and I'm and correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say that's a that's one of the earlier like Chris Nolan movies on this list. I want to I want to say I can't even probably. remember how it ends. But I just was it late two thousand? I was gonna say mid, but yeah, I mean it's definitely. No, I, w- I would say Memento and Insomnia are, are older than the Prestige. If yeah, I had Memento to just is guess. old. It's got okay. Polaroids. I guess you're right. Yeah. It's got well, <laughs> again, haven't haven't seen Memento. It's been a while since I've seen Insomnia, so that should have been a hint. But yeah, I would. Um, I would probably get rid of the Dark Knight Rises. Nice. Yeah. yeah. That I don't was a good I mean, movie. It just don't get me wrong. Keep up with the Dark Knight. Exactly. It, it's it, it, if the Dark Knight Rises had happened somehow before the Dark Knight, I probably would think a lot different. But to follow up on that would would have been was kind of yeah. unfair. I mean, Bane was cool. It was a great story. But after you know, I I would say the first time I saw it, I felt great, and I saw it. I've seen it a couple times since then, and. I've liked it a little less each time. It's still not, great. Not, it just doesn't compare. Oh, it, it's yeah. a great movie, but, you know, and that, that's the it thing. It had shoes that couldn't Now, tell. I wonder yeah. if we'd think differently. I don't think I would, but I, would you think differently if The Dark Knight wasn't even on this list? Like, if that wasn't – if we didn't – that didn't cross our minds, would you still – like, would you still delete that forever? If The Dark Knight was in that in column C? No, for uh, I'm just trying to, to paint a picture where – like, because you're basically left with the choice of having two Batman movies. Well, like, yeah. I, in, in essentially, you like, mean. your all-time Chris Nolan yeah. library. It would be like if you had Lord of the Rings and you had each of the three two movies. movies. Yeah. 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 It, it would, and it's like, I'm obviously not going to get rid of those. But, yeah. I mean, Can we get a Bane voice, Adam? <laughs> I have to get myself in, in character. <laughs> How about you guys just keep talking and eventually I'll answer in a Bane, in a Bane voice? No, you can do it. You got this, man. I gotta try to think. What What are some good? Just do it. Just, just do his monologue. So Smeagol meets the Hulk. No, oh. no, no. He knows how to do the. I don't voice. know. If that's... He's just wondering what to say. You know his monologue. You merely adopted the duck. <laughs> I was born in it. <laughs> that one. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of Smeagol-y. See. Oh, this is small. <laughs> oh my God! You've always done a good Smeagol voice. I you know. relate to him. Dude, we have to do an episode where that's the only voice I just voice talk, talk in, in a Smeagol voice. I actually would not be opposed. That'd be actually hilarious. But try to do yeah, it for I would like, have to. Try to do it for like 30 seconds. Right now? Yeah. Oh. I think I've been scaring Emma. I don't know. We'll, we'll oh, see. please do it. <laughs> what do you want me to say? I don't Whatever know. Normally start say. talking in that voice. In the Smeagol voice or the Bane voice? The Smeagol, Smeagol. voice. Tell it all wrong. That's a spoodle. <laughs> oh my god, I'm fucking terrified at how accurate that is. Wasn't it still? 
Can we, can we get when a did you realize precious? you could do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk like this. Anymore. Come on, dude. Give us at least my precious. My precious. Oh, my God. <laughs> dude, it's, dude. I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's one of the better things I do. That may be your best Talk skill. like Smeagol. Holy shit. That was. And we, we may have just lost some listeners because of that voice. No, we just fucking. You think we gained, gained them? Listeners. This is going They're viral. Fascinated, dude. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, may, maybe like every. Like, Jared will. Like, we're going to end with his, his Mo thoughts, but maybe that could be my segment. I can just. You guys can give me a character I have to portray, and I have no, to. No, dude, that's the only that. voice I want to hear you do. Just the Smeagol voice? Okay. I mean, Aside yeah. from your normal voice, that's the only voice I want to hear. All right. Well, like you could give the people what they want. Hey, so. t- today you got to sign off in the Smeagol voice. Remember to do that. Oh, I will. I will. Okay. Good point. Um, all right, Mo, Mo. Just take us on a fucking trip. Hold on right. to something. I can't everyone. believe you're wearing that fucking shirt, by the way. It's my best Wearing shirt. a fucking tulip shirt. Speaking of shirts, Ty. Burn I, that, dude. I like, I like you repping the Longhorns right now. Hook them horns. Fuck yeah. It's my best dude, shirt, man. Burn that shirt. shirt. That's fucking... It's comfortable. Wow. Jared, do you still wear the sweatshirt? When it's not summer, yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, (laughs) thank you. But yes, I I figured you would I just had to think about the last time I wore it. It's been a while, but yeah. All Uh, right, right, Mo thoughts. So I got three thoughts I want to share today. More um, stories than thoughts, all right? I I should get, like, you know what I'll do next for next Mo thoughts? I'll I'll get some, like, trippy music to play to bring us into the segment. Yeah. So, so my, my thoughts on Mo thoughts are it's going to be a mix of laughing at Mo because I do stupid shit with really deep introspective thoughts. So a mix, mixture of the two. Okay. So today's first Mo thought. So <laughs> I went on a hike Saturday. Woke up. I was like, all right, nothing Solo? to do. I'm not on my phone. So when like 30 minutes south is this uh, place, Blue Hills in Milton, I was going to do a three-mile hike. Get my podcast on, listening in the zone, just start walking. Walk like 15 minutes, forget to check the Evertrails app. I'm not even on the trail. I'm on a completely different path. So I'm like, fucking shit. So turn around, get back 15 minutes the other way, get on the trail, walk for like another 25 minutes. And I noticed that the arrows are all pointing in the opposite direction. I'm doing the hike backwards. It was a loop. So I'm like, all right, this isn't that big of a deal. It'll get me to where I need to. So all of the really steep inclines that are supposed to, it was like a, a tough trail. It was like moderate, supposed to be like three miles, take a couple hours. All the really steep inclines like this are now really steep declines like this. So like really gradual inclines. So I literally had to just like tippy toe down these steep, steep rocks for most of the hike. And I fell and ate shit once. So are these Mo thoughts? Like, like, like I guess you already prefaced yeah, what it. They're the more fuck like, was that? There, As, I, I, I was under the impression that you would like give us like, I thought about this the other day. What do you guys think? I, I just assumed it would be like actual. It like, could start to the second. Glimpse into was, Mo's you life. You literally just told glimpse. a story. Yeah, a glimpse into Mo's life. That's what today's thoughts are. When I get some deep okay. thoughts, I'll share them. But All right, okay. That's fair. That, was, right, just, that was an example of me literally just thinking of how dumb I am, that, like, not hungover, totally sober, I fucked up my hike twice. It ended up being, like, almost four and a half miles, and it was supposed to be three. All right, what's number two? Number two, you guys may not like Mo's thoughts based on the <laughs> reactions to the first I just thought they'd be like quick hitting thoughts and then we can just talk and then move on. But all right, that's that was, fine that was a quick thought. 
Thought number two, and I already texted you guys yesterday. Sous vide butter poached lobster. Oh man, dude, that was that was a little tough to watch. Yeah, oh, what Dan killing the lobster? You just committed first degree murder on that lobster. That, that's what YouTube says you got to do. Oh my god, it was still moving. Yeah, when, uh. when I was I was trying to get the meat out of the shell after, and the this was the tail. It kept just like contracting like this oh, after yeah, the tail I'd was already cut off. Nope. I would just, I would that. much rather put in a steaming pot of water than, than yeah. do but, that. But dude, the butter poached lobster. So you we literally no like loaded it with butter, sous vide at 140. It was the best lobster I've ever had in my entire life. By far, best lobster. It was the consistency of like a scallop. It was so tender. Well, it makes normally sense. Normally, lobster's kind of chewy and tough. I was going to say, all, all of the, all the meats and all the other sous vide creations have also been up there as some of the best you've ever made. So I would imagine the sous vide effect, you know, has Have you still been using that thing at home? No. I forgot, I, my sous vide, I forgot my sous vide bucket at my old apartment when I moved out. It was like up above my cabinets. So I actually, yeah. I bought another how, one yesterday. Dude, how did you, of all things, leave the sous vide bucket? That's like your pride and joy, dude. I know. That, that also, was your I've first son was that fucking stick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've been trying to eat healthy so i haven't been sous eating a lot anyways even when i was there but new bucket on the way. chicken i'm sure is fucking great no yeah it, it is very tasty all right so all right so that was most thought too number three is my conspiracy theory about hinged uh, what is hinge so, by the way uh it's a dating app it's like okay. similar like bumble or tinder what's the difference so, would you say it's more bumble or more tinder the the difference is people have profiles. So like you swipe left to right on profiles and like there's a couple sentences like for each profile. So like a little bit more information on the person. Um, okay. But, I, but I've had the app for, I don't know, like a couple of years, maybe a year or so. I like never really used it. But whenever I use it, this is not an exaggeration. I did not see a chick, not even match. I did not see a chick that was more attractive than a three. Like these a three. Were, uh, dude, I am not exaggerating. These girls looked like they were from the Hills Have Eyes. Just girl after girl after wow. girl. Fat, like pimply, like disgusting fucked up teeth. Just like every <laughs> single one, one out of 50 was above a three. I was like, what the fuck is going on? So yesterday, last <laughs> yes. night. Yes. I, 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 de- I delete the, uh, my account, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm making a new account because I think I got blacklisted. I think they think I'm ugly, so they're matching me with all these hideous I don't chicks. think you're ugly, dude. All right, well, the algorithm is calling me ugly, whatever it is. <laughs> Protest. Because it's one thing to not <laughs> dude, Cancel match. Hinge. Just cancel it. Everyone's it's one, doing it's, it. It's one thing to not match with attractive chicks, but to not even get a chance to swipe at them. I was like, something. Yeah, just give me a fucking chance, will you? Dude, give me a chance. <laughs> so, so I created a new profile yesterday, last night, like 8, 30, 9 p.m. Um, instantly seeing good-looking girls. All, not like all smoke shows, but all fives plus right like a lot of six, six <laughs> five dude you're likening a five to a i did not like show. any fives but it was i'd like to hear jared's scale like the full scale of like one to yeah, ten i need like a, i need a picture chart i need like <laughs> i should, I should some, take some, some screenshots of the trolls that i was matching with previously so so what was since the i created my new profile i have matched with i think like 12 or 14 chicks that i would say are seven pluses so the conspiracy theory is I 100% got blackballed as ugly on Hinge. So they were just sending me the trolls of Hinge 
to swipe on. And that's and why up. when you created the new profile, you were still the same fucking person. Yeah, that doesn't make. You're sense. still just as fucking ugly, dude. Did, did you put the? What kind of photo did you put? Same pictures. Same exact pictures. Same so exact the conspiracy pictures, theory is bullshit. Yeah, but oh, but dude, I, then, I swiped through hundreds <laughs> of fat <laughs> Hundreds. So now you're fat shaming. Wow. Yes, but it comes to my dating people life. Retards, you're dropping. I did not N-word. say the R word. I said they look like the hills have eyes. That is different. No, no, no. I'm saying in the in the well first seven episodes of this pot. Now eight episodes of this podcast. You have called people retarded, said the N word. Uh, done racially stereotypical uh, impressions. Questions transgenders. Uh, yes. And what was the last thing? Um, oh, yeah. Fat shamed. Fat shamed. Well, and also, I Googled the problem. I was like Googling hinge. I only <laughs> see fat like, Yeah, shapes. I know. But let's get back to it. I Googled this thing. Dude, it, it's, it's a thing. So there's like a bunch of Reddit threads of other dudes posting the same thing. <laughs> saying no like matter- Kirk Minahan telling us he's got shadow banned on Twitter, and that's why he doesn't Dude, I, I got hinge shadow banned. That's what I did. <laughs> I got hinge you, you shadow banned. You guys should, you guys should form a, uh, like a support group or something. I mean, I'm not complaining as long as my new luck continues, and I'm seeing good-looking chicks again. But <laughs> now, what, what's, the next, what's the next step, Jared? Seriously. I got, tw- I got 12 conversations I got to catch up on when we're done with this. Ooh, oh, baby. Jesus Christ. Since, since so, you brought uh, it up, Jared. Over under, Jared. Um, over under one date. I'm hoping over. Wait, and, and, how, and what's the time frame? The next the two next, weeks. The like, next week and a half, two weeks. Okay, all right. You taking the over? By, by this weekend, by the time we record next Monday, you should have one. Yes, so we could talk about it. You need right. to commit. That to would be awesome. I'll, 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 commit, I'll commit to that. I'll commit right. to that. Awesome. Because this is also going to transform into a je- diving into Jared's. We're going to be Personal asking all the questions <laughs> about the dates. Jared, so, only, only because you brought it up. I'm curious. Like, wh- where do we see ourselves on a one to ten? Because, like, uh, only because, like, you're saying that they're threes, they're fives. I just wonder, like, where do we see ourselves if we had to be. I, you if know, I had to put ourselves on a scale, since we're putting other people on scales, let's, let's put ourselves on scales. Are we, we could do in just from a dating profile picture only? No, just in general. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I think, I just think it's to, interesting. To, way total to look package. At it. I think I'm like a good 8.59 <laughs> total package. <laughs> what if it's just a yeah, dating that doesn't profile? Include the fact that you're a nice guy, you're charming, Jared. It's just what you look like. There's that, no that's total what I'm package. saying. So if it's just that's a dating I mean. profile, All right, I, I would look, right. not just the dating profile looks. Yeah. How do you think fair. you look? Oh, well, I don't put anything witty in that asking. profile. It's just a picture. All right. So based, based on, on my so pictures, I would unbiasedly give myself like a 6.5. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Ty, what would you give yourself if, like, going no, back to No, I'm making to you the... go next. This is the fucking weirdest right. thing ever. So what I would say? <laughs> what? Why is this weird? We're dissecting Jared's dates, but we can't rate ourselves. I don't know. I just think it's an <laughs> interesting way to look at it. Those are two completely different things, but... I'm just saying that we can go... I would say I'm a solid seven and a half. If we're going halves, so I'll do seven and a half. I'm a fucking ten. No, give me, <laughs> get the fuck out of here. I, I should have known you were going to say that. Well, you want an honest answer. That's all right. I don't if, know if I was a chick, answer. I would give myself a nine plus without a doubt. <laughs> <laughs> without a doubt. Like I look, I look good in my pictures. Dude, they say that Jared's gut is 
the they need to develop technology around it in a pillow because they said it's like better than memory foam. Remember those little smushy pillows <laughs> the, that people would the put on their heads? Like a little nap on. the beads. It feels like that. <laughs> <laughs> Take a little snooze on the mo belly. A snooze, yeah, that's what it's called, right? I don't remember. I it's said like snooze, a, but I don't know. Uh, is it called a snooze? Is that what it's I called? I don't know. Oh, sounds it's made cylindrical. Up. I'm gonna Google foam cylindrical. <laughs> what? <laughs> so that that uh, was Mo's thoughts, guys. There are more Mo um, experiences over the past few days to share, um, but I'll mix in some good stories to tell and some deep, heady thoughts. The other thought, which I thought a lot lately. <laughs> This is why I want one. this segment all the is time. Is I want to dabble in getting high again. Um, well, you didn't you get high the other night? Yeah. and like, But it was after I, you were drunk, though, right? Yeah. I, I, wanna, is, like, I would like to get high without drinking. I, so I, I want to grab like some five milligram edibles and um, just like see what happens. Dabble. So I, why don't uh, you just smoke normally danger? instead of doing fucking edibles? I, I'll do both. Dude, fuck edibles. I mean, a five milligram edible is not going to kill anybody. No, but still. Only a 50 milligram one that Ty gave me. You were How much, a sucker was it, was it, was it 50? No, it was 25. No, it was 25. All right, whatever, 25. Well, whatever it was, it, it was like horse tranquilizer for me. It knocked me the <laughs> fuck out. Uh, but if I do start getting high again, I think we'll get some real good, deep, heady mo thoughts. Have you guys thought yeah, about doing... You'll never start getting high like on a fucking Monday night. Who knows? I may like it. Oh, that would be awesome. Just every once in a while, even if I just showed up and you were on the screen and I could tell you're high, that would, be, that would make my night. We could just get high on the pod together. Ooh, well, I was, was going to say, like, I was just going to say, like, what what kind of an episode might that be if we, like, all, if we have to how my be, eyes going. I mean, they're going to be sitting here every shaking in my boots. So. Well, yeah. So I guess <laughs> it would be more so Jared and I getting high and then just going about or trying to go about as normally as possible, but I'm sure that wouldn't happen. But that, that'd be that'd kind be, of... That'd be great content. Incredible. Yeah. Or like if we just decided to like get drunk or like almost drunk and then do yeah, we a should pod- do a, We should do a weekend episode, a yeah, Friday or Saturday. Do, and we should do a, a special episode for, for all our listeners, a weekend, you we know, like, not, like, like a Saturday. Yeah. Like, and then like the requirement could be like you have Pull to Pull out it. to the listeners. Adam, send us out on Twitter. Pull out to the listeners. Okay. Would you rather, what do you want to hear first? The drunk cast or the high cast? All right. It's out there. Perfect. Boom. It's out there. All right, um, Smeagol. Send us yeah. off. All over the calls. 